Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane, back to share more tales of terror. Thank you for tuning in as always, and it's good to be back. I'm sorry I'm closer to the middle of June and recording this, but it's been a busy couple of weeks here. But it's good to be back and share some more stories. But first, as always, I want to invite you to visit my website, myhaunteddolls.com. You can visit my shop and purchase my books. All of my books are out there. And you can get an autographed copy. There's also other merchandise like mugs and caps. So be sure to check those out. And also follow the link on the links page to my YouTube channel, My Haunted Dolls on YouTube. Where you can watch the videos I've posted of the paranormal activity and evidence I've captured over the years from my haunted collection. And also live shows that we do every Tuesday night with Abnormal Alabama, where I do a live spirit box session with one of my haunted dolls or items during the first 20 or 30 minutes. So be sure to tune into those. Give my YouTube videos a like and be sure to subscribe. Also go over to Abnormal Alabama on YouTube and like and subscribe them. And now without any further any further interruptions, let's go ahead and go to the stories tonight. I've got a couple of good scary stories. And the first one involves a couple of siblings who are actually identical. Even though twins are identical, there's always something that distinguishes them. This story I'm going to share may be a bit confusing at first, but keep listening because by the end... It should all make sense. This story is called Identical Twins. Eventually, everyone experiences that terrible feeling of loss when a loved one dies. The death of a parent is something everyone has to go through, and it feels horrible, like a knife piercing straight through your heart. The death of a brother or a sister is even worse, especially if it happens when you are young. Even worse than that is the death of a child. Your life almost comes to a stop. It's somehow unnatural. Parents are not meant to outlive their children. However, there is one thing that is more painful than all the others. It is the death of an identical twin. When your identical twin passes away, it feels almost as if you have died as well. My sister and I were always very close. People constantly got us confused. 
we were identical twins. Instead of being annoying, it was rather amusing and gave us the opportunity to get up all sorts of mischief. We could always have fun posing as each other and causing as much confusion as possible. May and Kay. Kay and May. That's what they called us. At home, we shared the same bedroom and played in the same backyard. At school, we were in the same class and hung out with the same group of friends. After graduation, we went to the same university, and we were roommates in the campus dorm. We even fell in love with the same guy, which was so strange, but he eventually chose her not me. However, he still managed to get me confused with my sister almost every other day, which always amused us. I never had much luck with men. She was the attractive one. Even though we looked exactly the same, she somehow had a more attractive personality. She was always the popular one. Soon after graduating university, she got married, and soon after that, she had a baby, which made me an aunt. Now, my sister had two people who loved her, and I had none. She was always the lucky one. They say that if one identical twin is in pain, the other twin can feel it even if they are hundreds of miles away. Don't believe it. It's simply not true. My sister never experienced my pain. She never knew the turmoil that was eating me up from the inside. She was oblivious to it all. As her life went from success to success, mine was spiraling out of control. She was happy, and I was depressed. And the happier she became, the more my depression grew until it was almost overwhelming. I never felt her pain, either. It's strange to look at your own grave, the place where you know someday you will be laid to rest. It's even stranger to see yourself in a photograph on a gravestone with the dates of your birth and death engraved below it. May Phillips, born April 21, 1986, died January 21, 2016. Beloved daughter and dearest sister. Not one word of that is true. It was after 2 a.m. when the phone started ringing. My husband rolled over in bed and groaned. I composed myself and answered the phone. In a sleepy, slurred voice, I said, Hello? There was a man's voice on the other end. Kay Phillips? he asked. Yes, I replied. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but I have some terrible news. 
Your sister May was found dead two hours ago. We need you to come down to the morgue and identify the body. Life comes to a halt. Time stops. A part of you is gone forever. That's what it means to be a twin. I didn't cry. I was still in a state of shock. I just could not squeeze out the tears. How did it happen? I asked. She was murdered, the policeman said, stabbed ten times in the chest. We found her in an alley just around the corner from the office where she worked. That's when the tears started. I was weeping so much I could barely tell my husband what happened. The next morning I drove down to the police station and identified my sister's body. It was her, of course. How could I fail to identify her? We had the same arms, the same legs, the same body, the same face. It was like looking at myself laid out on a cold table in the morgue, totally naked with only a sheet to cover me. Afterwards, the police wanted to ask me some questions. They had ruled out robbery as a motive. They said that whatever or whoever murdered her killed her for a reason. He wanted her dead. He stabbed her ten times in the heart, and the only thing he stole was her mobile phone. So you say the last time you saw your sister was two weeks ago? The detective asked. I nodded. We weren't on speaking terms, I said. She was angry with me, and she did not want to speak to me. She was always angry with me. I don't know why. So in the last two weeks, you didn't talk to each other by phone? You didn't arrange to meet up? I shook my head, unable to get the words out. The detective had been a little surprised to learn that we were not only sisters, but also identical twins. He wondered if there was a chance the killer had got us confused and had accidentally murdered the wrong one by mistake. That would complicate things even more. It meant there would be twice as many suspects. One crime, but twice as difficult to solve. Do you know of anyone who would want to harm you? He asked. No, I replied. No one. I don't have an enemy in the world. After leaving the police station, I got in my car and just sat there for a while. There were no tears. I just wanted to laugh. I took my phone and went through the text messages. From K. Of course I can meet you today. How about after you get off work? Delete. From K. I'm outside your office. Where are you? Delete. She was buried in a grave with my name. Our names were the only things that ever distinguished us. Now... 
There's nothing to tell us apart. It's so funny, so funny, so funny. My husband is sleeping peacefully in bed beside me, unaware that his wife is dead. It should be a sad day, but it feels like the first day of the rest of my life. Sorry, Kay. Sometimes it's necessary to make sacrifices in order to get the things that rightfully belong to you. You had everything, and now it belongs to me. But you know what they say. Even though twins are identical, there's always something that distinguishes them. My daughter is lying in her crib, but she won't go to sleep. She keeps staring at me, and there is a strange look on her face. She can tell something there is wrong. She knows who I really am. She's the only one who knows. But she can't tell anyone, and by the time she's old enough to speak, she will have forgotten that I'm not really her mother. Oh, but wasn't that a chilling story? <laughs> and we're only halfway through the episode because I have another story to share. This next story goes perfectly with the current season. We're going into summer now. Most people are off. Most kids are off from school. People are taking vacations. A lot of folks wind up in the woods, either to camp or to hike. Well, this story involves the woods... It's about a young Native American boy who has a frightening encounter while driving home one night. It's a real incident that happened to a user named Navajo Joe when he was just a child, and he has now shared his story. This is called Evil in the Woods. It was sort of a cold night for summer, and I was just a kid. The stack of firewood was nearing the bottom, and my grandmother knew it would, would not last until morning. She asked my uncle to fetch some more from the mountains. My uncle took me with him, and we drove off in his pickup truck. He chopped the wood, and I stacked it as fast as I could. By the time we finished, the sun was setting, and the bed of the pickup truck was half full. On the way home, the sun disappeared from the sky, and it grew very dark. 
We were driving down a dirt road that led through the woods. I leaned my head against the window and watched the silhouettes of the trees race past as the stars twinkled above them. All of a sudden, I got the awful feeling that we were being watched. The hair on the back of my neck stood up, and a chill ran down my spine. My uncle had a strange look on his face, and he was staring directly ahead. Just then, I heard a tap, tap, tap on the window behind me. I started to turn around, but my uncle suddenly shouted, Don't! I completely froze. My heart started beating rapidly. My uncle put his foot down on the accelerator, and we began to speed up. It was the first time I had ever seen real fear on my uncle's face. I heard another tap, tap, tap on the window beside me. Look at me, my uncle shouted. Don't turn around. Keep looking at me. I didn't know what was going on. My mind was racing. All of a sudden, I felt the truck dip as if something heavy had landed in the back. My uncle sped up even more and started praying loudly in our native language. I wanted to cry. I wanted it to stop. Once again, I heard a tap, tap, tap on the window behind me. Just keep looking at me and don't turn away, my uncle cried over and over. I could see he was on the verge of tears. He was driving faster and faster, pushing the engine to its limits. My heart was beating so rapidly, I thought it would leap out of my chest. It was getting harder for me to breathe. I shut my eyes as tight as I could, and I whispered a prayer. A minute or two passed, and then the truck dipped again. My uncle looked around and let out a deep sigh of relief. He slowed down, and everything was quiet again. All I could hear was the drone of the truck's engine and the crunch of the gravel in the dirt road. My uncle looked at me and said, We will have your father do a prayer in the morning so the evil will forget our faces. I remember curling up on the seat and just staring at the clock on the dashboard as I listened to my uncle sing an old prayer. By the time we got back to my grandmother's house, I was almost asleep. My uncle carried me inside and put me to bed. To this day, my uncle has never talked about what happened that night.
I do hope you enjoyed these scary stories for this episode. And I hope you tune in again before the month is out, because I'm sure I'll have some more horror stories or ghost stories. Maybe some particularly for the summertime to celebrate the season. So come on back and listen again. Before we go, let me invite you again to visit my website, myhaunteddolls.com, and check out my shop. I have a new book called Dark Awakening and Other Tales for a Midnight Hour. It's a collection of short stories that are horror stories originally that I have written. Original stories, I should say. So be sure to buy your copy and check that out. It's also available on Amazon and Kindle. So until the next time, enjoy your summer evenings and those campfires toasting marshmallows, but uh, be sure to be leery of any identical twins who show up or any tap, tap, taps on your windows. Until the next time, happy hauntings. (laughs) 